Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 7, titled Switched. Oh yeah, it's a body swap episode. I love me some body swaps. Uh, and actually this is a very, very good body swap episode. They did a great job with it. They picked easily the best combination of characters to swap bodies by a freaking long shot and... Built a very engaging story around it. It's a really, really good episode. It's very well done. Uh, So, let's first take a minute at the top of this and talk about the villain of this episode. The Puppet King. Who is a very fascinating... A very fascinating bit villain. A very fascinating filler villain. Puppet King is basically a puppet who wants to control everyone else like puppets. Basically, imagine if Pinocchio broke bad. <laughs> that's that's the Puppet King. Like, if Pinocchio had a psychotic break, that is the Puppet King. Uh, and it's a very interesting idea. Uh, as far as I remember, I'm pretty sure this is the only episode... That really explores him in any meaningful way. Uh, And he definitely made an impression in this one-off deal. He definitely... He definitely made a splash in doing some really cool things. And having a really cool story surrounding him. Uh, But he, he, he... Basically, he's not my favorite villain. But he's solid. I, I really... Really enjoyed his antics. Uh, But of course, the stars of this episode are Raven and Starfire. These are the two that switch bodies because of all these shenanigans in Titan's Tower. Puppet King shows up, uh, transfers the souls of Robin, Cyborg, and Beast Boy all into puppets. Uh, Their bodies are now... Being used as just empty vessels for Puppet King's orders. Uh, and through some... Through some kerfuffle, through some shenanigans... Uh, Robin and Starfire accidentally switch bodies. And in having them switch bodies... Uh, they get... Uh, as I said earlier, they have like the best combination of characters... 
switching bodies here. Like, I can't think of two, of, of any combination of two characters in this show that would have worked better in that sense. Because Raven and Starfire are pretty much in every possible way polar opposites. Starfire feels everything. She is very much this emotional, uh, very peppy, very very feelings-based being. She is a very emotional being. Whereas Raven is more stoic and actively works to suppress any emotions she might have. Uh, and we actually learn in this episode that there's actually a <laughs> an almost evolutionary reason for both ends of that spectrum on both of them, because within minutes of them switching bodies, uh, we learn that Raven is very stoic and suppresses her emotions because her powers go absolutely insane if she feels anything. Like, the more she feels, uh, the more power she unintentionally unleashes. And Starfire, her powers are unlocked by emotion. Like, emotion is a barrier to entry. You have to feel in order to use said powers. To fly, you have to feel the joy of flight. Uh, to use star bolts, you have to feel righteous fury, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so they kind of have to learn to exist in these separate emotional states that they're very uncomfortable with. Uh, and in the process, they do have this nice arc of gaining respect for one another. Uh, in fact, there's this great scene where... Uh, Starfire's like, hey, uh, if we, if we're to appreciate each other's powers, and if we're to use each other's powers, we should really know more about each other. And then they just sit down and start talking about themselves, start telling one another about, uh, their lives, their backstory, essentially. Uh, and then it just cuts there. We get, like, a little piece of it. Uh, Raven saying, I was born in a place called Azrath, and then, like, we don't, we don't know what they told each other. We don't know, we don't know how much they revealed, uh, and it's a very, very well done scene. Uh, that all kind of culminates in this ending, which I really, really love. Uh, cause at the beginning of this episode, Raven was trying to meditate, Starfire was interrupting her, Raven was very annoyed, <laughs> and Starfire was like, Hey, we should do the hanging out. We could go to the mall or something like that. And Raven's like, no, meditate. <laughs> and, like, it was this demonstration of just how polar opposite they were. And then in this ending, they're sort of more in sync with one another. Uh, because Starfire comes over and is like, hey, can I meditate with you? And then they sit down and they meditate. And Raven's like, hey, after this, you want to go to the mall? <laughs> uh, so they're kind of meeting each other in the middle. But in between all that, we get some really, really great action sequences, some really funny moments of Raven, Starfire, not knowing how to use each other's powers. Uh, there's these great 
Uh, there's this great alleyway sequence uh, where they're just kind of experimenting with one another's powers as Robin and Beast Boy and Cyborg, or rather the hollow shells of Robin, Beast Boy, and Cyborg are attacking. Uh, you get this phenomenal third act in this warehouse where Puppet King is doing his little ceremony, and Raven and Starfire are sort of more in control. They sort of understand more what they're doing, and they are somewhat competent in how they are how they are fighting. Meanwhile, Robin, Cyborg, and Beast Boy are like, What's going on? We're puppets now. <laughs> We're very confused. My butt is in Beast Boy's face for some reason. <laughs> I do also love that sequence of like, dude, get your butt out of my face. Can't move. Deal with it. <laughs> I love that. That was very, very funny. Uh, but uh, they end up destroying the control. Papa King goes back into being a normal puppet. They get uh, the souls of the Titans back to their rightful bodies. And, man, this was a really fun, really good, uh, really cleverly handled episode. I really, really like it. It's very, very good. Uh, if you like this, Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Oh shit, I totally forgot the moment where uh, they're playing with their respective puppets because they don't know this is, uh, this is a Puppet King deal. Uh, the puppets get sent ahead of time and uh, Robin, Cyborg, and Beast Boy are like playing with the puppets and it's really, and it's really fun. Anyway, uh, anchor.fm slash TV archive, other podcast apps. I already said that. Had to had to get that in because that scene was really, really funny as well. Uh, feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 8. Talk to you then.